Gotta like that David Bowie. He's always so handsome. And I felt he even aged gracefully. There was just something about his look. It was just so attractive. But here we are. When is it time for change? So, change is a very hot topic. So hot, we don't talk about it. We just kind of go with the, the flow of life and things happen and either you're resistant to it or you're change junkie. Um, I can tell you that I have a sister who used to be very resistant with change and she really avoided change as much as she could. Like the big changes in life, like from jobs to places to live. I mean, she'd go shopping. I guess she'd change her shoes. I don't know. That's Anyways, so <clears throat> change is just inevitable. So if you're resistant to change, are you worried about the unknown, the feeling of uncom- being uncomfortable? Does it get to you? What if things don't work out? Ooh, what if things don't work out? Well, that's a really good question because you just don't know what's ever going to happen. You don't even know if you're going to trip when you get out of bed. Like, who cares if you don't know? But um, that's just part of the journey. So what if you're someone who is that change junkie? Like, do you love the thrill of the unknown? Do you like, do you get uncomfortable when things are too complacent? Do you often feel unsettled because of that? You know, are you always on the search for desire or a feeling? But understand, like these examples are literally from one end of the spectrum to the next. They are not, they're totally out of balance. You can have these things intertwined, but bring it a little bit closer to the middle. And uh, we can feel a little bit better about it. Now, I do feel we are meant to hit these markers, no matter where they're at on the spectrum. And it is important that we do find what warms us to a place where we can feel good about it. But either way, whatever comes your way is what's meant to happen. It is really up to you and your mindset on how it's dealt with. So what I've observed with the unsettling feeling is that it's natural to feel unhappiness. It's natural to feel angry, upset, unsettled. Maybe, maybe you're not angry or upset. Maybe you're just not settled. It's just that feeling where you're just can't quite put your finger on it, but it's just not feeling right. And that's fine because it's what's, what we do to move forward is what really counts. So what is stopping us from moving forward? Well, from my experience, I can say that I was worried about judgment. I didn't want to disappoint anybody because I felt that there was expectations. But that was just me. That was in my head. Oh, childhood issues. Are you afraid that you're not good enough to be happy? That's a good one. What if you what if you regret these decisions? Are you in a regretful place in your life? Well, that just sucks. Try to live my life without regret. But then that took a while to get there too. Uh, I don't know. Unfortunately, sitting in an unsettling feeling for too long of a period of time can be a slippery slope. Being upset can manifest in anger and then resentment and then amongst other things. We have to understand that our actions are based on our thoughts and if our thoughts are unsettled or unhappy or negative, our actions are not going to be the best, like our 100% the best of us. 
So whatever thoughts that are not in love and kindness have the potential for change in the mindset. God, I love this work so much as I sip on my coffee. Oh my God, so good. (laughs) I actually really exaggerated that sip. (laughs) I just wanted you to feel me. Now, back to change. I've learned to sit in these feelings of being unsettled for a period of time. So I have, let's say, did a little study. So depending on the situation and depending on the time frame, I dig deep into my why. So I think of why am I feeling this way? Now, if I feel it's emotional and so I don't know, like when I say emotional, I mean like I am just, I'm just really upset. Like I cannot believe this is happening like oh my gosh I don't know I will give myself at least from 24 to 48 hours to think about this and then I'll make my decision of what change I'm going to make because I cannot sit in that devastation I have to like find a way eventually what the outcome is going to look like for me Now, when it's a change of mindset, oh man. Okay, so when you're changing your mindset, like say for instance, yeah, you really hate something or somebody and it's actually making it so you cannot enter a room, go somewhere when they're there or when they are there or it's usually a person. It's usually a person, but (laughs) this person's making you so upset that you can't even like be yourself. That can be, you need to change your mindset, right? Like it's, it's not on them. If you're feeling like that, that that's on you, right? So that for change to let that settle and, you know, really dissect those reasons, I give at least a couple weeks to about a month for change. If you're sitting in, and I mean, if you're sitting in these feelings for this period of time, what I mean by all this is sit with it for 24 to 48 hours, couple weeks to about a month, sit with it, grieve about it. Um, now, Let's let me move on before I give you the tools on how to do all this. Now, if we're talking about a change in behavior, like if we're trying to get rid of old habits and bring in new habits, that is a hard work. That is not easy. And sometimes our mindset just isn't ready to make that change right off the bat. And sometimes if we make such a big change right off the hop, the likelihood of us keeping those behaviors is very unlikely. Likely, unlikely. So for a change in behavior, I feel like we need to give ourselves some grace. About a month to a year. As long as during this time, small changes are happening. So like one foot in front of the other. We got to give ourselves some credit. Give ourselves some grace. We got lives amongst us who you know we're we got our hands in all these different pots and we're doing all these things and we need to make this huge change in one area okay well that's gonna that's probably gonna take a little bit of time and that's okay so the tools for this for change okay is when you're sitting in a period a time of upset it is important not to sit in it for too long. This is just my advice. Um, when you want to move forward and you are like just unsettled, the idea is to sit with that feeling. Don't try to understand it. Don't 
try to maybe dissect the why and that's a that's like a whole paradox like the why for the why for the why and then you'll be like oh that's why okay that can happen too but if you can't get to that place sit in that unsettling feeling don't try to understand it to those depths and just almost like a it's almost like a grieving moment just let it happen and then make the decision to move on and if you can't come to those terms then definitely talk to somebody um, because like I said in you know a little a few minutes ago when we're sitting in an unsettling feeling for a long period of time and we're not coming to any conclusion or doing anything good for ourselves to move forward it's a damn slippery slope you can start getting um, kind of nasty nasty pants so <clears throat> excuse him what if we looked at change as if it was an opportunity for growth I like that idea I'm always up for growth but I'm also always up for opportunity which does bring growth now opportunity is one of those things where it builds character wisdom experience whether it works out or not you you don't ever know we don't have glass balls so we just need to be hopeful and hey if it feels good freaking go for it like for myself my new endeavor my experience that I've had in the last, well, I don't know, since August, I guess, uh, I had a new opportunity that came my way. And that was so weird because it was, it was an angle that I was not paving out for myself. I have been an entrepreneur for a number of years and I have just always created my own jobs in my own work and usually staying within my passion. <clears throat> so for me, I was in the beauty industry and always, I have always, sorry, been in the beauty industry and I was just kind of ready to move on. And I love the whole like mind, body and soul, fitness, food, uh, sickness, wellness, um, spirituality, I mean, if you hadn't gathered all of that through my podcasts and, you know, between Box Talk and Tiff Says, if you listen to that one, I don't know. Um, this is obviously the work that I'm super passionate about, but this opportunity came up for me and I thought, okay, give me the, give me, give me the material. What are we looking at? I was open to the concept, hadn't made a decision looked at the material, looked at the business plan, and I'm like, okay, this is cool. Like, uh, this is an opportunity for me. And it was going back into the beauty industry <clears throat> where I almost started putting resistance to, which is kind of weird, but not resistant, not a negative resistance, just a resistance in the sense that I just really just was, my needle was going towards just a different area in but mind, body, beauty, right? And um, yeah, so getting back to maybe a bit of my point here is for me, this opportunity kind of um, was a bit scary because I didn't know what to do with the podcast. Now, the podcast is something I'm super passionate about and I'm going to be real here for a second, guys. This is this is actually really hard for me. <laughs> this has been really a hard decision. And I sat with this decision for, well, basically since this opportunity came up. And the same feelings for me kept coming over. Like, so these are the things that I've been thinking about. <clears throat> I love to give things my 100% especially if I'm passionate about it or um, I know that 
you know, all eyes are on me and I'm, (sighs) expectations are on me for certain things. I, I love to deliver. I love to be like, okay, here we go. We got this. I can do this for you. Um, and that's kind of how I felt with the podcast, even though the podcast at the time, when I first started, it was a tool for me leading into the fitness industry and getting into, you know, I mean, if you're listening to all these, these episodes, you probably may have gotten a gist of, you know, what direction maybe I was going in, maybe not. I don't know. I was talking to a lot of people. I love podcasting. I love uh, hearing other people's stories. I feel like everybody's got something to bring to the table. But now with my new job, I have been having a really hard time putting the time into the podcast. So I'm not complaining or anything. I'm just using this as like a bit of a segue into this episode. So I went through a realm of emotions about making this decision. Like I hate quitting things, quitting things that I know is good for me. I don't know. There's just something about it. Like I just, I feel like I'm being a quitter and I don't, I don't like that feeling. I don't want to quit things. I want to get better at them. Even though I suck at them, I just want to move forward and see how good I can perfect it and get better. So that's that part. Uh, yeah. And I felt like I was a failure because I want to, want to be able to do it all. Um, I have lots of passions and loves and desires for things and we got to be real. We've got to be able to delegate our time efficiently. Otherwise you're just a squirrel running around looking for nuts, putting in a tree, coming back. What am I going to do with this? What am I going to do with this? Okay. So, um, I also felt like we only have one life. So, Why sit around thinking about the things that we want to do and not do them? I know we, we all do this. We all do this and I've done this and I got to a point where I'm like, enough's enough. This is what I want to do. I'm going to freaking do it because it's what I fills my heart and I practice doing, I practice doing. And if I sit and think about it for long enough, like those periods of times that I mentioned previously, Yes, then I'm going to do it. I'm going to make a change. Those were unsettling feelings. Do you know how long it took me to even start a podcast? I love podcasting, but it was terrifying. Terrifying. Oh my gosh. I was like, I need to put myself out there so much more. So afraid of judgment. And I was in a very judgmental space. Like, Like there was people around me that were very judgmental and I was not freeing myself of that. You know, sometimes you got to shed some people out of your life and in order to grow or you feel like certain people are just kind of weighing you down. Yeah, like that was kind of, that was where I was at. So I was not doing what I felt passionate about. And so once I removed myself, that's when I started doing the podcasting. So that was a do moment. And, you know, we only have one life to live, so get on it. But, you know, all of that has weighed on me long enough that it was time for me to make a change. And this is the segue leading into this segment. Um, Now, either way, whether you see it as a positive or negative, I see it as a growth and experience. And you know what? Nothing, nothing's forever. All good things come to an end too. So do bad things. Bad things come to an end. And just because we see it as a bad thing, it doesn't mean it's not good for us. Bad things are actually almost better for us. But because we feel so shitty about it, we don't, we don't want to feel that way. But we actually should start learning to feel good about feeling shitty. (laughs) You get my drift? You get my drift? So, 
here's a little piece of a nugget. Um, so this is why I love podcasting, okay? We can't stop learning. And we all, like I said, got something to bring to the table. We, we really, I mean, I feel like I hit a certain age in my early 30s where I felt like, okay, I know a lot. But, uh-oh, there's a lot I don't know. Like, shit, I thought, I thought adults had it all together. I thought you'd have it all together by a certain age. And you know what? That is just simply not true. And those who know this are probably laughing right now. Um, the thing is, you just can't stop learning. And there's so much out there that can add to our wisdom. Even if you've heard it once before and you think you know, we can hear it again in a different manner. And it would be like it ne- we never heard it before. It's like a movie. You watch a movie a hundred times and every time you watch it it's like you're seeing parts of the movie you've never seen before and you're like wait a minute like did I go to the bathroom at that time how did I not see this part of the movie but what's really happening is you were not resonating with that part at the time the timing just wasn't right so another part of the segue to the segment is timing Sometimes it's a perfect situation, but the timing isn't right. And that's okay. That can come with like meeting your soulmate to having the perfect situation that you've always desired and wanted, but it just wasn't the right time. So, moving on. Now, I wrote all these notes because I just... I felt so conflicted, but I felt like this was such a good topic for this segment. Um, Knowing that this is going to be one of my last segments, not forever, but I am laying box talk down for a bit of a coma. I was going to say nap, but it's maybe a coma because you never know when you wake up. But I have to be okay with that. And that took some time for me because I wasn't going to say anything until I felt good about it. And there is a little bit of part of me that, you know, is sad because I love doing this. But knowing the way I am, if you know me at all, I'm always up to something cool, cool and fun. And um, with this new work that I'm up to, there is some really cool, fun things coming up, but it's just, it's more tailored to um, the beauty industry. Doesn't mean it's not going to be fun because if you've ever worked in a salon, it is, if, and you got some good uh, energy, good people around you, it is so much fun. It's like a goddamn party every day. It's never a dull moment. Honestly, there's nothing better than treating people, you know, with a service and they feel good about it, everybody's energy rises and it makes it just so much more enjoyable to have them in my chair, to service them, or helping those working in the facility because everybody's just rocking it. Everybody's very, very good at their jobs and we love what we do. So you can imagine the energy in the room, okay? So, here we go. Now, I'm going to stop freaking babbling on now, and I'm going to introduce my guest. Now, my guest is a very good friend of mine, and her name is Alicia. And our daughters are best friends, and they met through lacrosse. And I actually learned to find out that Alicia went to the same gym as me, which I, I'm like, how did I not know this? I, I feel like I know everybody, 
because I'm like super observant, but I was kind of new to this gym and she's like, yeah, we go to the same gym. I'm like, oh my God, start talking, freaking totally hit it off. I'm like, oh, I love when the universe brings people into my life and I'm like, they're meant to be in my life, right? Do you ever get that feeling? I really hope so because it is, um, it makes me feel like the universe is on my side when they bring good people into my life. Now, how has Alicia inspired me? Well, I spent a lot of time with her um, a couple summers ago. Uh, her husband works away, comes back for a couple days, gone again for like a couple weeks. Like, So she's basically a single mom, but a, an empowered single mom. Like she is a goddamn rock star. And the conversations that we have are so intellectual. I just... I, I almost melt when I have these type of conversations because they're so meaningful and they're so impactful and there's never a dull moment. Like only if you could be a fly on the wall with the conversations that we have. So I begged her. I mean, she was the biggest reason why I wanted to do podcasting because of the conversations that we had. So I begged her to come on my podcast and she's not a like, she doesn't really put herself out there like that. Like she's so focused on her family and um, her kids. And when you have kids, they take up so much of your time. Really, they just, they're so needy. <laughs> and I mean that the most loving way. But um, we, we had a discussion. No, wait, hold on. I'm going to back up a second. Okay, so... Alicia's such a good friend of mine. They actually only live down the road from me until she brought me the news that they are moving about three hours away. Like, are you kidding me? You can't do that to me. I know I'm so selfish, but like, come on. One of my dearest friends is moving away and I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. This is like devastating. So after they settled, they were there for about two months and we traveled. My daughter and I went to visit. And we had like one of the best weekends. It was like one of those friends who you could just pick up where you left off. And yes, I brought my podcast and this is where I was inspired to talk about change because she made such a huge change in her life. Now, it was totally sudden for like her friends and a few family members, but all in reality, and we're going to talk about this in the podcast, is that this is something that they were planning on doing for four years. This was four years in the making. I had no idea, but it's just because nothing had, nothing solid had happened. It was never the right time. <clears throat> I mean, her and her husband had already tried to find a place up there, but because of job changes in life, it just didn't happen. And so when they finally made the move, they literally jumped on it and everything falled into place just the way it needed to be for them. And it worked for them. So I was so excited that, you know, she's in a place. She's so happy there. She actually feels settled and comfortable. She's met a, a few good friends who are in the same situation as she is. You know, that their mothers, they're home with the kids, the husbands go and work, and they hold down the fort. And don't underestimate a job like that, people, if you do not understand it, because being a, being a parent is already one of the hardest jobs you could ever have. So if you're not a parent, I know you can't relate fully unless if you have children that are in your lives, you know, on a regular basis, whatever. Um, but it is making the decisions to make them grow up and being decent human beings. And that's like sports, school, freaking the home life, making sure they're eating right, making sure they're sleeping, making sure they're showering because they don't want to do any of these things. So I'm goddamn drill sergeant half the time. So anyways, in this um, segment, I finally, I got Alicia um, to myself for about, I don't know, however long it took to do this podcast. And um, you're going to meet her new baby daughter, Cameron. And she's got to be the cutest baby. I mean, we're done making babies. But I tell you, I see this one and I'm like, oh, shit. 
can we reverse this stuff? Like, uh, no, no, we can't. No, no babies for me. Okay, moving on. So Cameron's there. You're going to hear her in the background and she's absolutely adorable. But there's some really good, valuable stuff in this segment. And I really hope you can take something from it. And I love you guys. And I want to thank you for all your support uh, in this podcast and my little endeavor. <clears throat> I don't know if you how much you like it, if I entertained you enough, hopefully, hopefully this was just more, well, actually, I know this is just more of an experience for me to get better at this because this is something that I absolutely love. So moving on, I'm here to introduce you, Miss Alicia. Raising puppies and children are very much the same. <laughs> Absolutely. They have the same habits and the same, <clears throat> like, mannerisms as far as learning and being consistent. Except for human babies kind of need us a little bit more than puppies do. That's the, probably the that only difference. That is the difference. only thing. Yes. Because puppies can, like, walk and they can feed themselves. They can, yeah. Babies can. Infants are, like, Mind you, when they're first born, they... True. But infants are, like, they literally, we have to do everything for them. Yeah. Seven years... Or is that seven years difference? Yeah. Mm, my kids could feed themselves at five. I would say five is like... Yeah. And they get, can get their own snacks and... Yeah. Yeah, they can... But start. this, this little peanut, like, she solely depends on someone to take care of her. Yep. Wrong way, buddy. <laughs> oh, there you go. There she goes, sideways. <laughs> nope. Okay. Okay. <laughs> God, dude, she almost got that whole thing in her mouth. That's scary. Oh, shit. It dissolves. Dude, it's in there. It dissolves when she's... Just mouth a little bit closed. <laughs> You're funny. You're funny. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I feel like this whole weekend we talked about change. And I, it wasn't intentional. No, I know. It did keep coming up, though. It's only because I just did a big change. I know, right? That prayer. I said yes, all. I'm like, I'm a change junkie, man. What? I'm a change junkie. Oh, you're a change junkie. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we talked about how that could be, um, you know, the feeling, it's the feeling that stops people from making change. Is that like that butterfly feeling of unknown. Mm -hmm. It's like you would ride the biggest roller coaster. Cause yeah. like you love the feeling. I love that feeling. Yeah. But I'm also like, uh, like a thrill seeker in that sense too. Like I enjoy like doing things that have a little bit of like danger or like, like an activity well, We're talking that about going hunting in the middle of butt fuck nowhere yes and possibly running into grizzly bears a grizzly bear. totally <laughs> like yeah that sounds like fun <laughs> most sign people, me up most people will be like oh sorry what what there like, only can be six of us because that's the as many the plane would hold what what are we doing yeah. <laughs> uh it's called being awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah no kidding <laughs> No, honestly though, like I like doing sports or things that have like I've always wanted to go skydiving. You, oh, I don't know. I know I don't. I want to do it so bad. But I I do like the idea of um, like being in the army and like doing something cool, like being a pilot or that. I always thought being a pilot would be. Cool. Oh my gosh, that is like my. Although I did hear that it gets kind of old after a while yeah but we already know we're gonna have three to five different careers probably in life <laughs> some people don't though because they no? don't want to change because they are but that is an average isn't the average like two to I'm, three i'm actually really intrigued by the people that can just stay in the same job or doing like literally their entire career Yes. And not moving. Like, part of me, I'm intrigued yes. by those people because I'm not like that. 
Mm -hmm. I want to change my career like every five years probably. I have like a new idea and I want to change new because passion. because that's, I, again, I, I like kind of that thrill of change and the unknown of what that might bring. But some people, it is interesting to me how like you, yeah, you could just go to the same job, the same people for 30 years. Yeah. And that's just what you do. And you retire in that job. Yeah. I am mind blown by those people. It does take a great deal of patience because I have also thought of that too. And I thought, am I, am I flaky? Am I floozy for always wanting to do something different? No, um, I don't think so. Sometimes I would see it that way. Sometimes I would see it as a negative thing. And I know that's not true. But that, and I, I've actually really dissected that. I'm like, oh. The hard part with that though because I'm similar, like I like to, to switch it up all the time too, but if you were going to look at it as a, as a employer's perspective, okay, and you were going to hire somebody mm -hmm. who's always switching, mm -hmm. that as an employer then could be, you question that, like why does this person always switch? Are they only going to be here for six months and then up and go? Mm -hmm. You would question that. So like maybe you would have a harder time finding a job in some cases, I wonder. But I don't if, think that would be the case for you for as many times as you switched no. and changed your career. I've only jobs. actually only changed careers like three times. Cause like, I think it does make a big difference in how your life uh, rolls out. True. You know, instead of just be like squirrel. Yeah. Squirrel. Yeah. You know, and then like up and go because you're bored. Yeah. Well, no. What we talk about opportunity. It could be an opportunity. In my case, that's what's happened. Right. Is I've been doing something and I've been in like a position for like you know six months and then they've brought to the table a potential or I saw a potential opportunity and kind of just went for it mm -hmm. and was able to get it and then that's led into like a new path of like whoa like this could be a career. It's for a me. new experience. It's a new experience. I didn't right? think that. I, you never would have known that you would have felt that way about something unless you tried it. Exactly. Or ventured into it. Yeah. So and then and then those things don't really happen unless they're like in front of you and mm -hmm. those would be called the opportunities. You should, I don't know, you should always be open to, I think, everybody should be open to, to new opportunities mm -hmm. all the time. But there's going to be times that you're going to be like, yeah, no. Yeah, That's and sometimes you can say no, but if you're afraid to take a chance, here's another side of it. I well, feel why, like, the why you're saying no. Yeah, I think some people say no because they're afraid to jump because mm -hmm. they don't know what that's going to look like. And, you know, I would say, so probably it must, okay, so seven years ago, because Blair's seven, seven years ago, um, Kyle was working in a, in a position that, he, you know, was great, but he was not, I don't know. He just wasn't really vibing on it as much anymore. Like it was just kind of like, a, and he got thrown an opportunity and it was terrifying because that's when it was going to start bringing him out of town, away from our family more. Blair was just a baby. Is this when he first started doing that? When, exactly. Okay. And we talked about it and it was like, I kind of said to him, look, like this sounds like a really good opportunity long term this could turn into something pretty awesome even though we were terrified like of the unknown like what if this doesn't work out I've just left my job that was a full-time gig well, to this other out. job and like what if it doesn't work out but he we talked about it and he he did it and guess what now Look I where see where at. we're at today yeah because we were willing to take that chance. It was a potential, it was and an opportunity it was there. And obviously no feeling too, hence why. Because you're not going to go for something that you don't feel good about. No, like we felt good about it. But it was scary because we didn't know. We didn't know like, oh my God, is he going to go up to this job? and Grace, like, get down. Is he going to go up to this job and then in a month he's going to hate it? Or they're going to maybe say, you know, it's not working out. Like... That was probably unlikely, but what if that happened? We were both like, uh, you know, the kids were little. We needed the income. Yeah. You know, we were young still. And, and so you got it's this. scary. 
right? And yeah. so, but we just did it. And he took that opportunity and it's like his career just like took off after that. Because he was willing yeah. to just take that chance. And take, well, yeah. I mean, you know? it doesn't mean that you're not still fearful of it, but I wouldn't want to discount the fear factor, but the um, working through that fear. Mm -hmm. um, when you take the, it's so weird though, because you take the fear out of things and all of a sudden your life will plant or play out. You're a little more accepting of what's going to happen. So it'll play out exactly. You'll see it. This is what is supposed to happen. Yeah. But when you sit with the fear, you can sit back and be like, always think about the what ifs. And would you regret it if you didn't do it? Yeah. Or what what, a time to just be thinking about something sitting, that just you have no Would he be over? sitting there a year later going like, control. oh, shoot. Yeah. Like, I, I wonder what it would have happened had I did that. Or right. you, you never want to have regrets. What if you're on your deathbed how many years down the road from now and you're sitting there like, do you want to be lying in bed going, I regret, I regret, I regret? No. You want to be lying yeah. there going like, I did everything that I could in my life to end up where I'm at now. Like, I don't want to have any regrets. I just want to like, I just want to do. I just yeah. want to, yeah, yeah, go for it. Take chances, take risks. Don't be afraid. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It might not work out. Okay, so then you just deal. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> Those cookies are good and all, but they sure get saggy. <laughs> They're smiling. I know. So funny. <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. I just, I don't want to have, yeah. Oh, I don't want to have regrets. So I, I always but say, go for it. don't you say that go for you it. never have regrets. Let's do it. No, I think we have some regrets for sure, but... Like, or I don't know if I would call them regrets as I would say, if looking back on some decisions, I'd be like, okay, in hindsight, maybe this would have been a better route. But I don't know if I regret some of the decisions. Yeah. I think, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can go back and forth. For me, I'll sometimes, so I'll make my decision based on like my gut. Mm -hmm. I'll try really hard to weed out all that bullshit and really sit with, you know, if I really got to think about it, but um, because I feel like it takes me so long to get there at times, well, I feel like it takes forever. I'm so like ADD that way. But when the decision's made, I have often been like, ah, fuck, I regret that. Ah, and then fuck. <laughs> and then I sit with that and then I can make more sense of it after be like, no, this is what happened. Yes. Uh, you base, yeah, you know, I got to give myself some credit. Like I base it off of a, a feeling mm -hmm. that I had. And it's mm -hmm. important that we, you know, act on our feelings and, you know, reflect a little bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I've had to reflect a bit sometimes on those decisions and then I can make sense of, you know, where I'm at and this, let's just take the emotion side of it. Let's just plow forward and go with the steps required to get to but you the can, next thing. You can only do in the moment when you make a decision, you can only do like with the facts you have then like. Yeah, in so that moment. In yeah. that moment. So you don't know what's going to happen six months down the road because yeah. we don't have a glass ball that tells us. Yeah. So we just make a decision based on the facts we have. And then, yeah, maybe six months later, you kind of go, ugh. Mm. But do you regret it? I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I go back and forth with that too. Like, do I regret making that decision? Okay. No. Or do sure I, fine. do I just think like, oh, well, we did what we could in the time with that's what right. we had. Yeah. And. Well, it's like anybody who didn't invest in certain companies and things when they started. Or bought in real estate bought how many in, years ago before and then it soared. They're smacking their head going, shit, I should have that right you know? well you don't have a glass ball so no. you can't see what's gonna happen it is what it is right well this is just it yeah That's and it's it is making do with what you got mm -hmm. and um, yeah sitting in a bit of a presence can help with that I think hey Missy Boo oh, she needs a toy hey yeah is this empty yeah give her this Wait, oh my god, okay, let's put it. To, oh, see, she looked up, she heard it. Mm -hmm. Okay, wait, wait. She loves that stuff. Whoa! <laughs> you see her? She whipped her head towards me like, 
Look at her. You got my cracker bag. She loves. Look at this. You gonna dance? Oh, <laughs> her feet are kicking. Here, check it out, Chica. Hmm. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. That's sharp. That's kind of sharp. <laughs> funny. You're funny. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, I, know. I know. I felt like we. I wish we had the mics going for most of this weekend because we talked so much about this change thing. <laughs> like your neighbors, they're so sweet. Well, I guess I didn't get to meet the one, but um, yeah, everybody's come from a different <laughs> place and totally. why they ended up here. And yeah, and it's interesting it to find change. out their stories yeah. and why they decide to do it. Just as well. up and move, yeah. right? Like fuck it, we'll see you bye. But that's also, yeah, it depends on where you're living, your situation, what kind of lifestyle you want to live, what are you into. Like some people, like for us, like we like having now this mountain as our backyard that yeah. we can hike and bike and yeah. do whatever in. But there's also people, and I'm, and I don't judge anybody, but there's people that do enjoy just like living in the city. They like having all the shops and the restaurants and the right at their doorstep. Right. That's a lifestyle they like to live and want to live. The shopping, the things like that. Like, so yep. we're all different in that way. Yep. hundred percent. That's just not a lifestyle I want to live or I want my kids to live. It's not that it's, it's not, it's like not it's a very bad. far away from you right now. No, it's not. But it's not like you can't just go down your elevator and there's a pub. No. If you live downtown in a city. Yeah. You just yeah. get on the elevator, go down. To, there's shops, restaurants, coffee shops right there. Yeah. Me, I have to load the kids in the car. <clears throat> yep. To drive totally. to go anywhere. That's a choice I wanted to make to have a lifestyle, though, where, you know, my backyard was hiking and camping. Dude, and it's so and, dope. Right? All I can see is those trails and, like, picturing a quad on it. <laughs> I'm going to grab her another toy because that's really loud. <laughs> might uh have an effect go um in the bin in the basket I'm right attached still no oh i'm just trying to go easy maybe she'll take this that sh yeah that should pop off there you go yeah, buddy oh yeah even better nope sorry yeah, i'll do it oh <laughs> <laughs> well because babies like that stuff <laughs> okay All of them sing and all of them. Jesus. Well, they're she's a baby. Like she needs stimulation. Oh. <laughs> Shh. Mm -hmm. See what happens. She's, One of them she's quite content just hanging out here right she now. She is, so. isn't she? Yeah. She loves sitting in her little seat, like at the table with everybody. Oh yeah, is she's she? like, <laughs> I'm a big girl. Oh, sorry guys, I know this is probably fucking up the... There, I'm set. I'm set. <laughs> and there she goes, but tells us a story. Yeah. Hey, such a good baby. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, I'm i definitely happy with, again, like, I don't know. I'm happy with the decision we made for sure. But yeah, it's definitely was like a little bit like, oh God, are we doing the right thing when we we're deciding to do this? But I think ultimately, definitely. Okay. Let's talk about a little bit um, when we're talking about not, it, it, timing. Yeah. So when it, when is it time for a change? I mean, you guys were looking at this move. And I, I when you said this, I felt like it could put in perspective of many aspects in life, mm -hmm. how you're trying to make this move for a few years. Yeah. To other people, it was very sudden. Oh, yeah. To our friends and family, we're like, oh, yeah, we've listed our house and we're moving. And everybody's like, what? Yeah. But for us, we've been trying to make this move for probably four years. 
Yeah. And it just kept getting pushed back, whether it be work, whether it was work related, um, family. <laughs> She's trying to talk with it in her mouth now. <laughs> She's so cute. I can't stand it. Such a good and yeah, I guess yeah. We just always were trying. I mean, God, we were almost putting an offer in a on a house literally down the road a year ago, August. So weird. We were a two like we were. Our realtor showed us a house. We loved the house. We were just talking about what we wanted to offer on this house. Um, and Kyle got a contract in North Van. Oh, that's what happened. Right, right, right. He was working in Alberta yeah. and I was pregnant with her and he got offered a one-year contract in, Alberta, in North Van. Yeah. And he said like, look, this is an opportunity for me to be home more for when she's born and to be there for you to help more. I'll be home every night with the older kids with their sports, etc." you know, maybe we should postpone this move. Right. It would make more sense. How did you feel about that? I didn't want to. Did it piss you off? Yes. You must have been choked. It did. You it put made, all that work into getting the It made me mad. Yeah, it made me, it made me frustrated. And then it also made me think about the timing of that. Like, what are the chances? Like, yeah, it would have been, it would have been difficult, like, you know, having him be out of town with a newborn and two other kids and trying to juggle that. What did that look like if he was working still out of town? Yeah. And so I understood his, his, like his mind frame on that. Like I can be home and helping you through that, like for a while. And I was like, I get it, but like, I really want to move. And so why did you want to move? the same reason I've always wanted to move. I just lifestyle, like I never really felt like, Maple Ridge was good for a lot of reasons because people came, again, people came into my life that I probably would have never met had we not moved. Right. And the, the, and those people- We wouldn't have met. We wouldn't have met, right? No. So people come have come into my life that are now like gonna be my long-term friends. So it was really good. And my daughters met great friends and, 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 it, was, and it was not bad. But I just never really felt that that was where I was going to be long term. Right. I never felt settled. But you feel that here? Do you think that totally that might go away? No, because I never felt settled there from the day we moved there. Oh, okay. I always felt just almost like out of place. Like I just wasn't. Well, you meant were living in a townhouse, and you're side by side <clears throat> with neighbors. It's a, on a it busy was a beautiful place. I mean, my but God. on a busy street, yeah. you know, and nothing really like fully surrounding me. Like I had to drive like quite a ways to do really anything that mm-hmm. I would want to do. Yeah, it's kind of a hole there, isn't it? Right? Well, it kind of is. Like, I found myself, like, driving to Langley, driving to Vancouver, driving to Abbotsford, driving to... I was never really doing... I found I wasn't... Well, there was a deep breath in that cry. ...ever really doing anything in Maple Ridge. Mm Mm-hmm. I always found I was driving outside. There's nothing in there. Well, exactly. So I always felt like, I don't know, just... Yeah. Yeah, I just never felt settled. And so for the first time in a long time, I actually feel like I'm supposed to be where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Which is like kind of a really cool feeling. Yeah. It like, really didn't take you long to settle. You made good friends. Which is why I feel like this Already. was right. How long is two couple months? We've been here for, yeah, on, at the end of October, two months. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. So like. That's awesome. In my mind, that was. We can pause. Let's just take a pause. Make a baba. Let's see how long she's content for. So we left off you saying um, how the good friends that you made and how you're happy with the move and well I think if you meet like the fact you went that right into like community too because you put the kids right totally into 
So having, having, I was just going to say, having kids too kind of helps when you move to a new town because they have school and they have sports and Gracie, no. And they, so they're active. And so that kind of gets you right out there meeting people right away too, right? Like maybe it would have been a different story had it just been me and Kyle, no kids. Yeah. Would I have, you know, made those French, like the friendships I've made already right out of the gate? I'm not sure. Maybe I would have. But definitely the kids help. The kids actually are like really good icebreakers, I find. Very good icebreakers. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, look at our friendship. Our friendship happened because our daughters were good friends. Yeah. Playing on the same lacrosse team. Yeah. Had they not been good friends. We, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Right? We wouldn't have maintained a friendship probably. Like we would have talked probably, but not. Yeah. Yeah. The type of people we are, we're not. Like, we're we're okay with just being being there, being there, and yeah, not making friends. <laughs> no, like I'm not like like yeah. we're not. I don't know. I'm I not guess overly people a people friends, person but. in that sense. Like I won't seek out yeah making friends like that yeah. bad. Like I'm okay sitting there by myself. Yeah, yeah, totally. I I don't. You're there to watch your kid. Anyways, yeah, like I don't, I don't really need to be friends with everybody, <laughs> but. <laughs> it is nice to have a couple. <laughs> I know. There's been times where I'm like, I don't have enough friends in my life. <laughs> it's time to make some more. Yeah, but if you have too many friends, then that can just... It's, it, you're, yeah, totally. You don't want your friend circle to be too big, right? Well, they, have, they can't anyways. It can't. You can't maintain all Nobody, of it. No. With life You and can't everything. keep up with all the friends and then... Feelings could end up getting hurt. Maybe if you don't call that person, I don't know, in a while, and then they're like, oh, why aren't you calling me? Like, why aren't you hanging out with me? It's like, well, yeah. You know, like. Those are weird relationships. Those ones I don't really have friends like that. Well, if your bottle wasn't by your ear, it wouldn't be such an issue, would it? (laughs) Yes, your bubba's up for your head. That was a new word. I, yeah, those friendships, I don't like to use the word needy friends, but I try to avoid those types of friendships. Yeah. Because I don't have a life where I can like literally see you every day or talk to you every day. Yeah. Yeah. And I often say, I'll tell a lot of my friends too, like I am, like my husband works a 10 on 10 off or a week on a week off. I'm a 10 on 10 off friend. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like if you don't hear from me for 10 days, it probably is because my husband's home and we are having family time. Yeah. It's yeah. nothing against you. It's not that I don't love you, <laughs> but. I think you gave me that heads up when we first met too. Yeah, like, oh. I am at like. Oh, Alicia's already laying down the foundation. Okay, good to know. <laughs> if you don't hear from me in a while, that's probably why. She's like, FYI, I'm just a weekend friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's we okay. We won't talk every day. <laughs> And it's so funny because I actually find myself doing that. Like when, when he's away, I totally am social with my friends. We get together, we have coffee, we go for walks, we do this. But then when he's home, I often just, you won't hear from me. I just want to hang out with my buddy. Like my, well, it helps you guys are, you and him are like fucking tight. You guys are thick as thieves. Well, that helps too. And we want to do things as a family too. So yeah, you want to have some friend time, but yeah. You know, he's been gone. That he's been long. You know, when you're gone for ten days. You know, you want to spend time with your family. Yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. want your wife to just be like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. You watch the kids. Take I'm off. Out of here. Like I'm out of here. Like, <laughs> mm, that can happen. That, that a does lot. happen a lot. I know, but that like I try not to do that, which is why I always pre-warn my new friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your new friend. Well, and you know what? Um, your girlfriends here are probably doing the same thing too because all their husbands go away that's just it right and that's like super like fluky that we kind of moved like even just on our street alone yeah like three of the wives literally live the same life as i do yeah that's awesome it's really bizarre i like it it's not common in vancouver like 
like in Maple Ridge, that's not as common. That's shift work. Like guys travel for work, not but they're gone the same, for like yeah, not in the same neighborhood. Like they, that's what they I mean. Literally, like could throw a rock at her house. Not that you'd throw a rock. Probably like a bag of sugar because that's yeah. what they're asking for. <laughs> right? Yeah. You got any eggs? Yeah. Here, try to catch the foot. Right. <laughs> I know you just don't find that as much like in the same neighborhoods or the same no. communities. No, because I do. I I do know. I know lots of women in Maple Ridge, but you got to drive there. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I can't throw. There's that no far. walking. <laughs> no. There's no like. No. No, it was just the door. Got it. The kids. Children's coming. I have something to show you. We're just yeah. recording right now. Sorry. <laughs> okay, be quick. Hurry up. This, this is a duck. What is okay. that? Feet. Beak. Eye. Tail. What is this? That's his wing. Okay, say wing as fast as you can, as many times as you can. Go. No. Just do ah. it. Trust me, trust me, just do it. Do wing, it. Wing, 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 wing. Keep, do, keep doing it. Keep wing, doing wing, it until wing. I stop. Keep doing it until I say stop. Wing, 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 wing. Keep doing it. Wing, 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 wing. Keep doing it. So bossy. Wing, 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 wing. Go like this. Keep saying wing. Wing, 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 wing. Keep saying wing. She's putting paper over her thumb. Hello, who's there? Oh my, my goodness. Wing, 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 wing. Hello. Yes. She's so funny. You're I did that before. Funny. She's still up You're hilarious, Charlie. You should write the stuff down and do stand up. <laughs> Your baby needs her papa. She's, she's, uh, she's got the face going on right now. What's it? The she's pooping. Oh, the poop face. Yes. Oh, got it. Oh, she's. Is the poop face the the face when she looks like she's concentrating? Yeah. Right? Yeah. The pushing. The, the pushing. Push, <laughs> the face, the beet red face. <laughs> um, last night, or like right before we put her in the bath, it just felt, it came all out. I knew that would happen. Mm -hmm. Poor little peanuts bummed yeah. up. Yeah. Well, we do that with um, the reptiles at home. We do it with the reptiles. So like, if they don't poop, if they haven't after pooped. they eat, we have to give them a warm Yeah. And then they release. <laughs> With our reptiles at Our home. reptiles. Mm -mm. I have to feed my snake today. Yeah? I do not Jordan do reptiles. I wonder if we could stay another day. I know. Yeah. Would be nice. One more day. We can't. We have to vote today. Yeah. Today is voting day. Today is voting day. Voting. We have to vote for our new prime minister. Uh, no, because no, you have to vote. vote where you live. Yeah. We got to go. Do you have to vote? Yes, we should. Morally, you have Morally, to. Morally, you should. And if you don't vote, you can't complain. Yeah, you can't complain. <laughs> At least if you vote, then you could maybe complain yeah. a little bit if it didn't go the way you wanted it to go. But Oh, shit. Here we go. Talking about change. And we're ready for some voting to happen because it's time for change. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Here. Agreed. In, I mean, although some people might not think that. <laughs> I think that. <laughs> I think the people that don't think that is a minority. Yeah. I think the majority is like... Yeah. Time for change. Buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think so. But it will be interesting, like you're saying, the minority majority, though, because they're actually saying that, from what I've been understanding, it's likely that it'll be a minority government. Which is not always the best either. Because then not a lot always gets done because they don't have all the say. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. majority, like you're it. Like you, Yeah. whereas if it's minority, then sometimes that's not always great because stuff gets kind of can be just at a stalemate. Right. Because no one can agree on anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's right? really hard to get things moving if you can't make the move. So right. it will be interesting to see what happens with that. But yeah, hmm. that's, what, that's what most people are thinking is going to happen. Um, well, I can help. We, I'll help you with that in a, in a bit. Mm -hmm. 
She's fine right now in her pajamas. This She's is comfy. Podcasting with children. Because her jobs oh. are these, these are little minions. There are now three children upstairs. Okay. There is a little baby who was only seven months old, a nine-year-old, and a seven-year-old, and now 11-year-old, because now there's four kids upstairs. Hooray! Counting Gracie. The Gracie is the dog, and she is two years old. Put a sock in it. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. What? I'm just now they're all up here. Let's wrap this stitch up. Because you said this is a kid podcast. It ain't a kid podcast. It wasn't a kid podcast. All right. Thanks, Leisha. Mm-hmm. <laughs>